Blog Talk Radio. Playing Sports City Chefs from Amazon Music.
know, shout out to them doing big things uh, to your point. So, you know, that was huge beating. I think they beat Michigan. Was it Michigan in the championship game, TP? Yep, exactly. You got to gotta be on to it, man. Which way your brother's at? If you're giving them a shot, you got to be on yourself. <laughs> Yeah, listen, you know, you know me. I, you, my son, my son went to his first hockey game. He went to the local, um, the, the the minor league game, and he was like, "Dad, can we watch hockey?" I was like, "Listen, the villains don't watch hockey until playoffs, and I only watch playoff hockey when the Rangers are in it. Other than that, the villains don't really, you know, we don't dabble in hockey too much. But you know, he wanted to watch, so I was like, "All right, well, you know, we'll, we'll try." But um, nah, shout out to those boys, man. It, you know, the Rangers are, are in the Metropolitan. They're 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 getting their way into the playoffs. They're, I think they're the sixth seed right now. Um, so and the Bruins uh, just just broke the record actually, for the most points in the season. Go ahead, TP. And it was actually Minnesota, not Michigan. Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota. My fault. My fault. So um, yeah, shout out to them. And you know, like I said, the Bruins they're doing they're doing crazy things, man. The most points. Um, in in, um, in in the regular season history, one I think 133. So big shout out to them. But I don't know how long. Um, you know, it's been a, almost 10 years since um, the team with the most points has won the chip. So we'll see if they can break that streak uh, coming out of the uh, regular season into the NHL playoffs. Call it, and then they they drop. But if they come back, come back in. Um, listen, um, lot to get to. So you know, listen, my Giants uh, both. Uh, Dexter Lawrence and Saquon Barkley are not going to report to camp. It's all about the dollars, all about the dollars. But, TP, I want to give you a quick shot. I want to give you a chance to talk about the trade that happened yesterday with uh, Jeff Anoka um, going to the Falcons uh, and the Falcons uh, picking him up for a fifth-round pick. You know, we talked about it yesterday on the NFL front office show, Tuesdays, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, Shameless Plug. Um, But, you know, I said it was a wash. I thought it was a good trade for both sides, but I'd love to get your opinion on that. Anoka? No, Okuda. Is it Okuda? Okuda. And how do we just glaze over Saquon? Like, how come I can't talk about the Giants and we get to talk about the Giants? This is just funny. Sports no, I, 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 I want to Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Back, 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 back. In the words of Jesus, in the words, in the words of Jesus, he said, "Back, back," because the board can't drive. Okay, so back, 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 back. Now, now, okay. So let let me give let me let me address this how he throws it at me. Okay, me. And I got to do this all personal. I can't really just, like, do it analytically, even though I should and can, and I partially will, but this is more personal than anything. Him coming out of college, I was not big on him at the cornerback position, but he was a good, like, you know, his talent was there. Like, he he's a good tackler at the corner position, but he is slower. He runs a 4-5, so, like, receivers can get the step on him if they're out of there they'll break early. He has a tough time dealing with speed. Um, there was a, a play, or there's been a couple plays in his career, but the one I remember the most was Justin Fields. Even though he's a good runner at the quarterback position, he couldn't even catch Justin Fields. And these boys are both from Ohio State, and you're a corner from that school, and he's a quarterback, and he literally had the edge on you. Um, but he ended up getting a pick six in that same game, too. So there's some, you know, ray of light when sometimes he does things good. But in his case, there's been more bad than there's been good. There's been rumblings for the past couple of seasons while he was there, plus when he injured himself. Like, uh, I think it was an Achilles, if I'm not mistaken. 
Um, and he had to sit out and recover from that. And it's like he was already a slower corner. So we had to figure out how to get that done on the fly. And I give the Lions a ton of credit. Brad Holmes, I don't know where you came from or what star you fell off of, but this is the management that the Lions have needed. I was tired of just seeing them just get one strike out the 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 draft, get one player or get one player out of free agency and don't do anything else. The Lions are making more moves than ever, saving uh, cap room and being able to adjust. They're saying with that move, they uh, saved $5.2 million. That's actually another move to get another free agent. And they said this is a big stature. And as well, they pick up another draft pick. So, Brad Holmes, you are a monster. Finally, they get management to try and help this team compete. And uh, if they get another big name, like, quote, unquote, wink, wink, Saquon Barkley, because Saquon was the one talking about that he would love to play in Detroit because his idol was Barry Sanders. And having Saquon say that, he was not going to sign that uh, tender and not mess around with the Giants. This actually puts the gun to the Giants. And um, I'm, I'm, and not to do this to Barry, this is not Barry at all. I'm laughing at the Giants organization. You went and gave Daniel Jones money before Saquon Barkley, and I get it, Saquon's window is probably smaller because he's a running back, but he means more to that team than Daniel Jones. I don't think Daniel Jones is the success for that team in the future. Even if he does stand the four years uh, with the, the Giants, I don't think he's going to have them NFC championship or, you know, something like that. So Saquon is the one that applies pressure off that offense. If you think about the Giants right now, you're not thinking Jones, you're thinking Barkley. So the Lions are looking for a running back. Um, I, I really think that they will probably try to get B. John. I doubt if they do because there's so many opportunities for them to get somebody early. But um, for them to get rid of Okuda and have the potential to get a good running back, we don't even they they they're making so many moves they don't even know which way the lines will go if they're going to really go D tackle, go corner, get a quarterback, or get a running back. All of these positions can be the move for the Lions at this point in time. And hell, the one name before this season started, before the 2022-2023 started, was Will Anderson. Everybody's like, well, nah, the Lions won't get him. They won't have a chance. His name is slowly falling out of, like, the, the big-time lights, and the Lions may end up getting him. So there is so much on the horizon for the Lions as long as they just stay healthy and uh, just don't get bit by this uh, success situation. If they stay the course how they ended the season last year, this can be one dynamite turnaround that I've ever seen, and, and I'm I'm lucky to be in front of it. But, again, Okuda, I, I – Bon voyage, and then then the words of old dirty bastard from um, Shimmy Shimmy, y'all one of my favorite songs of all time. Um, and Brad Holmes, you're amazing. If you make something else incredible happen, I, I'm moving to Detroit. I, I gotta, I gotta do something, man. But um, right now it's interesting times with Detroit making these moves. And again, I was saying this with Saquon, and uh, a lot of people were coming here basically saying Daniel Jones got the money. They're gonna deal with Saquon. Saquon. I had some people telling me, oh, Saquon ain't worth this money. If he want more money than this, get rid of him. I'm like, really? So I'm glad Saquon is playing hardball. And um, if a big-name team goes and gets him, it's incredible. So potential Saquon and Derrick Henry, both of these guys can be on a move, and the organizations could care less about them, and, and they're both the face of the organization. I, it's incredible times right now in the NFL. 
Okay, come on now. You cannot say the Giants don't care about Saquon Barkley. That's not fair. But, let's, they let's, they just try to tag him? They try to tag him. Cut it out. Stop it. Yeah, Stop because it he's a running back. Because he's a running back that's coming off of ACL. They don't care about that kid. On, they don't care about Stop. him. They don't Stop. care about him. If you had, if you, if you had a running back that you drafted number two and, and did, only played two complete seasons in his first four years, you're telling me you're going you're gonna to drop a bag on him? Listen. This is the guy that had to deal with this while they got rid of Eli. Well, Eli retired. They got rid of Odell. That offense was on his back. And while this was happening, you guys were force-feeding him that. It wasn't like he was an injury prone running back. This guy works out like a monster. Like, he works out like Dick Henry. This guy was ready for war. You guys, that game, especially the game when he tore his knee up against Chicago, I was like, you, we, I, I want to look up the stats. He had so many carries. I said, they're going to hurt that kid. I said that before he got injured. And sure enough, they fell on him, interesting enough, and he popped his knee. It was done for the season. They forced that on him. They they wanted to make him a yep. workhorse, and I get it. He, he has the potential to get it done, but the Giants did that. That was not him. That was not him. And that's that, that's not fair in certain cases. That's not fair in certain cases. And, and this that's actually like karma for the Giants right now. It really is. Oh, come on now. Stop it. Like, come on. Force-feeding him, and that's, you're going to pay him because you're force-fed him? Like, that's not their fault. Listen, you don't pay him running back that kind of money. You pay the quarterback, you franchise the running back. That's common sense. Like, they, wait, wait, you know, how, how if you get him back for 12 million, how much is he Twelve a year. And you can thank Ezekiel Elliott for that, bro, because he messed up the bag for all the running backs. No, you're never going to pay a running back on a second contract, a big deal like that. I would, you're not going to pay Saquon after one year coming off a serious knee injury, and he had injuries before that. I mean, I love Saquon. I want him back. I don't mind that he's franchised, and I don't mind that he's holding out because that's a smart business move. They're not, I wouldn't play for $10 million. He's not worth $10 million. I get that. So – more power to him, and I hope he does hold out. But to think that he's not going to be a Giant this year, no, nah, that's not happening. To think the Giants are just, you know, don't value him or don't respect him, if they didn't value or respect him, they would have let him go. I mean, that's 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 the, the – the, they want him back. They just want him at their place. There's nothing wrong with that. So I, I, I just disagree there. I don't, I don't think the Giants uh, undervalue uh, Saquon Barkley. But, I, I listen, I agree with you. Uh, listen. The, uh, you can correct me on his name, right? Uh, Akuna, Akuna Matata. Is that? Is that? Is that? Is that, is that, is that, is that now you got it. Go, 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 go. You know, I, I, I said last night, and I got serious on the line. I'm gonna bring him in in a minute, and then I want to get back to Saquon and, and probably Dex too. Um, I thought it was a good trade for both sides because the the. The Falcons only had to give up a fifth-round pick to get a cornerback that's probably hungry and trying to get back uh, his mojo. I mean, he had a whole host of injuries. You touched on it, too. Elbow, shoulder, the Achilles. Um, you know, I think he's, what, in his third, fourth year, and he just hadn't done – he just hadn't contributed anything, really, to the Lions. So the Lions is like no harm, no foul. He wasn't in their plans. You got a pick out of it. If you're disappointed, it's a fifth-round pick, but it's more than what you would have got – if you kept him, because you didn't really want him anyway, you probably would have cut him. So to get him for a pick, I think it's a wash. I think it's a good win for both sides, and um, you could probably get a solid player uh, in, in the fifth round for you know for a guy that wasn't in your plans. I think um, I think in the first round, I think the Lions do go, don't go corner. I think some people have them going D tackle. Um, I think they do go corner. 
But, you know, it's definitely going to be on the defensive side of the ball, and it's definitely going to be an area that helps. I think they do need another linebacker, too. I don't know if you agree with that, but um, um, there, there's a lot of places on the defense that they can they can shore up, um, especially early in the season. If they had gotten one or two of those games, they're a playoff team. So I, I like I like the move. I think it's, I think it's really smart. But um, I'm going to bring um, serious. Um, don't, say, don't, say, don't say a lot of places. Don't say a lot of places on the defense because uh, that secondary is locked up now. That secondary is taken yeah. care of. We got corners. We have safeties. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just need a deep tackle because Levi, the kid out of Washington, he may end up being a total bust. He has not played a game, and his back is not working with him. They said they may end up releasing him, and we just need a linebacker. Oh, wow. So right now, right now, the potential of Will Anderson coming to him, him being an edge rusher, that would be crazy insane because the potential is there with him, Aiden Hutchinson, and Kaminsky, and the kid James Houston out of uh, what's the school, Jackson State with uh, Dion. And this kid had – he played – what, he played six games, had eight sacks? So we have all of these edge rushes. We just really need a deep tackle, which bugs out of uh, Pittsburgh. We got him, and this guy just resigned because he had a monster season last year. We get another deep tackle, and they just need a linebacker. The linebacker that they're looking at, he's good. I watched his tape, but his speed is what bothers me. Um, his name is Jack Campbell, the linebacker out of Iowa. But those are like the, okay. the two positions I really look at. If, if they get Will Anderson, that's a, a lock-in. If they get Carter, that's what they're looking for. The kid, uh, Breesy, the t- defensive tackle out of Clemson is another one. But the linebacker position, I want to see which way they go. Um, but it's not a sure thing that they go defense uh, first now. They've they taken care of a lot of what's necessary uh, to take care of. And free agency, Detroit has never done this. They have been stunning across the board and got rid of Okuda to, like, help us shore up a, a dude that gets bur- cooked and burnt more than uh, Uncle Ben's right. So it's like – we good money right now. I I really feel good that they made the move on Okuda and the show like we're we're clearing house on Patricia. There's one piece of that puzzle to get rid of the Patricia um, realm, and that is Swift. If if they get B. John Robinson, let this kid learn under Swift. If Swift has another underachieving season, off on a natural charge, bomb by ours. That's that's exactly what I said. Yeah, from the home of the Lions, Detroit squad. That's all I'm saying. You can let them in. Yeah, <laughs> I listen. I you can't have enough depth, so drafting cornerback is not a bad look. Um, I I saw it with the Giants. Like we started losing corners left and right, and, and it got to the point second half of the season we couldn't cover because we had, we were bringing out guys, anybody that can help. So um, it's it's not a terrible move. I think. Do you? I'm gonna bring Sirius in. Hold on one second. Sirius in the building, calling out of the seven oh three. What's going on, bro? You know what, gentlemen, I ain't going to cut you guys off, man. I feel like getting disrespectful tonight, so I'm going to let this one roll, man. Go right on ahead. I, I jump on where I fit in. What's up, gentlemen? Yeah, all right, brother. I got you. So I wanted to ask you, um, Timeless, um, do you think the Lions trade out of the sixth? If you were the Lions GM, would you trade out of the sixth lot, or do you take that pick? Me? I'm saying put. We, we've done great okay. right now from from – February, yeah, February Super Bowl ended February. From February till now, basically we're just at the tip of the two month situation. You see how many moves the Lions have made in two months? That many moves? Detroit has never been on fire like this, never. Like if he makes another move and it's impressive, yo, 
I'm screaming Super Bowl. I don't even be talking like this, and the Lions don't even have pressure to be talking like this. I'm screaming it because I'm looking. I'm looking for teams to compete with us. Who would it be? Philly. Uh, who? Like I'm, I'm in the NFC. Who's the Philly, scary as we are right Dallas. now? Da- I'm, I'm not scared of Dallas no more. Dallas. Dallas. Dallas look like um, you know Medusa got them. Like they in stone right now. Serious, especially with them losing Zeke. I don't feel like they're better. I, I feel like they may have lost the chink. I feel like y'all might have brought pressure to them in that division. Um, the commanders, if they stay healthy, chasing them, they they might be better than the Cowboys, too. The Cowboys' hands are full now. The Eagles are still on top of that division until somebody proves it. Cowboys are not a threat. The Eagles are, let alone to stay on the top of the NFC. I think the Vikings definitely bring the pressure because they're our division rival. Uh, NFC West, the Niners, but the Niners are going to have to start out the block without a quarterback, really, because they're injured. Purdy's elbows messed up. So, like, I'm searching, thinking about the top teams in NC that's going to be the threats. And it's a good time right now for Detroit. They they got to take advantage of the situation. Just remain. I just hope that they stay healthy. And Campbell has to strike while the iron is hot, period. That, that's how I say But don't move. Stay at six unless something gets better. If, and, and, I don't want you to pressure yourself to get a quarterback first and try to get uh, either either Stroud or uh, Bryce uh, at the top of the draft. Don't don't force that. Leave leave golf alone. If they can get Levis, the quarterback out of the quarterback out of Kentucky second round, if he falls that late, get him. Because I feel like if if golf start effing up, Levis is the I like that. I like that. Levis is a good quarterback. I don't I don't want a run and gun quarterback that's ready to scramble. I need a big arm quarterback that I can throw it all around a lot. He have it. So uh, if he falls to the second round, grab him. But no, not don't move. Stay still. Some people don't like Levis. I don't know why. I, some people are down on him, but I think he's. I think he's a good quarterback. I, I think. I think it's Richardson's stock rising more than his his stock falling because I think everybody fell in love with Richardson at his pro day. He does, he is a, right. He does have right. size. He has a big arm. Um, I think he's right. still a project, but I think a lot of people really were like, oh, wow, this kid can really do some things. So, I mean, I still have him fall into nine to the Seahawks, but some teams might be enamored with that kid. So I, I think – I don't think I don't think Levis goes past the the Colts. But I, if, if he's falling to you – if I'm the Lions, I trade back and, 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 and if, if it's a big package. Like, if you get something really – Worthwhile, I would I would definitely do it because there's nothing like extra draft picks. If they stay in the first round and flip with somebody that's desperate to get Richardson, I'm doing that. It's just, we, don't, it's just, we don't need. We got just, two picks in the first already. How many picks do we need in the first? We we got two already. We got the six and the eighteenth. Like they're they're decent they, enough. Yeah, exactly. exactly. If, if you if you felt that if 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 like the Seahawks at eight or nine, I mean, felt like somebody was going to steal Richardson ahead of them at the six. And they offered you the flip picks, and then they gave you another second or third or something like that. You wouldn't do it. I I don't think so because I I don't think the Lions' eyes are on Richardson anymore. I think they are truly believing in golf. The worst part about this that I'm saying. No, no, is, I mean the Seahawks. Campbell, the Seahawks. If the if the Seahawks were desperate enough to get Richardson, and they wanted to flip picks with you, and then give you another pick on the back end, like a second or third, you wouldn't do that. Like because if the, I, if the I'm, I'm not, I don't think so. Listen, I think out of the first three, out of the first three rounds, the Lions have five picks. They, I think they have two in the first, two in the second, and then that one in the third. Like they're already doing damage. Okay. Like they are guaranteed to have monsters. Like 
if they get another pick and flip like that and it works out in their favor, great. But I don't think they're going after Richardson just due to the fact that Dan Campbell has already stressed the situation that he's not high on the, the uh, Richardson situation and how they threaten to throw Lamar into the picture. Like, Lamar would be great for the Lions. He's like, we have a quarterback. Goff is our quarterback. He is stressing that to everybody. So, like, people can keep saying that. And I, I really – that's why I'm saying, like, Levis, because Levis is a guy that's going to take time to feel the game out. Like, and, and the one thing that impressed me with his arm is that he can make those throws outside the 20, you know, like like getting to the sideline. You know some of them lost the man. They'll get picked as soon as they throw a, a pass in the flat. He has a gun on him. So it's like get that ready because that's something that Goff do struggle with. If, if he's throwing those five-yard outs and he can't get it there, that's when Hawkinson wasn't excelling in the offense because Goff wasn't getting it to him how he needed to. Get him ready if Goff do start slacking out the block. But this ain't no time for Goff to be having that, especially while – Johnson and him say that they work hand in glove together. So this, I, I don't think that they're going after Richardson. I think they're fine. Okay. No, I mean, I'm saying if a team was desperate to get Richardson and wanted to flip picks with you to get him, you know, I mean, I, I don't think the Lions are drafting a quarterback uh, in in the first round. To your point, but I mean, if a team is desperate and thinks, okay, this team ahead of us is going to pick the quarterback we want. I need the Lions pick to, to make it out. I would make the call, but, um, you know, it, it is what it is. I, I, I totally agree with you, but um, listen, serious, I'm going to come to you. I, I think the Giants, um, I think they made the smart move. CP doesn't agree with me. I, the franchise, Saquon Barkley, um, and Saquon's making the smart move by not reporting. He was over, he went with the, you know, Darren Waller and, and Daniel Jones and, and company, and, and uh, it was good to see Shepard out there practicing uh, a team, uh, a players-only uh, workout. He was with the boys doing the same, but when it comes to the team workouts, he's not going because he's not going to sign the tender on Monday. That's the report that came out today. Um, I wouldn't sign it either. I, I still think he, he should get the money that he deserves. I think they're a couple million apart. Um, I think I think he should go in at twelve, thirteen million. I think that's what you give him. But the Giants are hand, a little hamstrung with the cap, so they have to kind of play it smart. But um, I, I don't disagree with him or Dexter Lawrence sitting out the, the voluntary workouts. It's a business, and I, I think Dex, until he gets the contract extension he wants, especially looking at Leonard Williams on the other side, uh, sucking up a lot of cap space. That that contract needs to get restructured in a hurry. Um, you know, he should be getting that type of money. So, I mean, serious, talk to me about uh, Saquon, uh, you know, not going to sign the tender and not going to report to the to the workouts uh, next week. You know, honestly, I think it's smart um, for Saquon Barkley to sit his ass down. At the end of the day, um, again, this is Chestnut Shuckers. You know, the show five want to run him back to y'all understand this is literally, you know, three to four years max. Um, and then – You know, we start to see them break down, especially for a team that runs the heck out of their backs in the New York football Giants. So I think it's good money. Um, I would have loved to have seen them pay him and maybe tag Daniel Jones um, because I I, I think he's going to find another Daniel Jones. You can't find another Saquon Um, So I think they did that in reverse. You know, but it does seem like both squads, both both parties, if you will, are are closer to a number than 
you know, a, a couple other people who we mentioned, uh, you know, frequently, you know, when we talk about footballs at this time of year. Um, so I, I do think a deal will get done. Um, I do think that both parties want to do business with each other. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't risk, you know, being injured or getting yourself hurt or whatever, doing voluntary stuff and team stuff when your future and your bag is not secure yet. So I, I, I think it's good on both their parts. Listen, I, 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 I agree with you. You're not going to find another Saquon Barkley, but you're, you can always find another running back. I, I don't think that's the problem. I, you, you, you know, you're not going to typically find another quarterback, and you probably can find one better than Daniel Jones, but it's hard to find a quarterback in this league. Ask the Colts. They've been, you know, ask the Jets. They struck out on two quarterbacks in the draft in a row. It's hard to find a franchise quarterback. So um, if you think Daniel Jones is that guy, you lock him up. And, and, the, and the way the cap would work, I think it was, you know, you, you try to give Daniel Jones the, the, the contract, and then you, you franchise Barkley, and then you work with that to give him the contract you think you can get, you can, you know, realistically put in, in, in your limited cap. Um, I, you can't tell me the Giants. I think they got the twenty fifth pick or something like that. If they, if they, if Barkley doesn't sign, doesn't report that they don't take, you know, a running back out of this draft. You got three good running backs. They don't take him in the first round, and the, and the offense is just fine. And it's not a slap in the face to Saquon Barkley because I love Saquon Barkley. I got a Saquon Barkley jersey upstairs. That's my guy. But I, running backs are replaceable. You can't, you can't, like you said, you can't find another Saquon Barkley, but you can find another running back to put in this offense and make it go. So, um, I mean, TP, I'll let you, I'll let you finish this one off, and then we can talk some basketball because I'm watching this this Raptor game. I'm like, I can't believe what's going on right now. <laughs> I can't believe you're saying it that easy. Like you could, you can't get another Saquon Barkley, but you can get another running back. Like, duh, yeah, you can get another running back. But this guy is at least top five, top seven running back in the league. I really want to say top three, but I want to be fair with the number. Like you, you, and and you sound like the rest of media like that will just downplay him. I get it. Just like Sirius said, and I agree with Sirius 100. percent The window on running backs is small, but you got a guy that's a sure thing. And Saquon, if he had a good offense around him, they don't even have wide receivers that you could staple home. Name a stud in your receiving court. Name one stud. There's none. Sterling Shepard hurt every year. That's that's the scarecrow from from Wizard of Oz. Like, come on, and they gonna keep force feeding him. If I'm gonna be here, and just like you, you got a family, he got a family. I gotta shore things up. I'm not gonna give you. I'm not gonna take milk bone biscuits and then sit up here and play for the Giants and we keep begging to make the playoffs, make the playoffs and, and got past the Vikings and got screwed by a real playoff team. Like, no, like y'all going to pay me if I'm putting out for y'all. That, that's the way that it's going right now. Why do you think Lamar playing around like that? Like this can happen. What? Cause Lamar's a scrambler. They're not going to pay him. What? Cause Saquon got hurt, but still got the potential to put up anywhere for 14 or 1800 yards in a season. Like, no, stop doing that. Like, I don't, I don't like the way that they downplay people and these guys are worth, so much more. He's an elite running back. They used to give Eli the elite step, but I didn't feel like that. But this dude, Saquon's an elite running back if healthy, if the Giants ain't trying to run him in the ground. I don't I don't feel that's fair at all. If, if they could pay Daniel Jones $40 freaking million a year and he's not worth that crap, I, I don't want to hear it. I, I don't want to hear it. Y'all can say that smoke for, for a fireman, but not me. I, listen, I, it, it's not 
downplaying Saquon. Saquon's top five, in my opinion. Like, we can go through the running backs and, and put a list together. I think that'd be pretty cool. But um, it, to me, he's top five in this league at the running back position. I'm not downplaying Saquon. I'm telling you, you're not going to find another Saquon. But I can find a running back in this draft and plug him in and the offense will go. Like, I, and it's not, I'm, Ooh, where, where I'm are not, you guys picking at? Where are you guys picking at in um, the first round? 25, right? 25. And who do you think will be available? B. John won't be there. What studs in college football right now? Where do you think B. John's going to get drafted? B. John, if we don't get him, Philly's getting him. They're screaming. Both of those teams are screaming for him right now. I don't I don't know, man. I, I really just lost Sanders. They just lost Sanders. That's wide open. Sanders is gone and they got the Saints pick protected. So if they got that open right now, Bijan is not falling to twenty five. You are out of your head. Wait, you think Philly's gonna waste the number ten pick on a running back when they have lost so many players on the defensive side of the ball? If you think that they're gonna let that running back go by, you think they're gonna deal with Boston at the running back? Like who who's the who's the bell cow now at the running back position? They had Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders not a top back. Sanders is gone. They just had him. And they don't they don't really right. Miles Sanders not that good. They don't need a top back. They got the one of the better quarterbacks in the league that opens up the running game and one of the best offensive lines in the league. They could they could go with Boston. They could, I, if I'm Philly, I'm serious. You can come in anytime. I don't think Philly wishes the number 10 pick on a running back. I think they have to fix the defense. They just let some people go because they couldn't afford to bring them back. I, I mean, listen, so, when I say Philly's a bad, hit, hit, bad pick. Go ahead, go ahead. No, that's something that you're, not, that, that you're forgetting, though, villain. Philly has two picks in the first round. Thank you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, there's no way in the world that they're going to let a guy like Bijan go past them with the understanding that they got another pick four picks later, I believe it is. There's no way no, in the don't. world. If, if, the, if, if the New York football giants want Bijan, they're going to have to go up and get him. The, the Philadelphia Eagles got multiple picks in the first round. They, they only have two. And yeah, the but they, round, I think they have 10, 10 and 30. They have 10 and 30. That's two picks in the first right, round, though. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like you said, four don't, picks away. That, they, they got 10 and 40. Don't they have, uh, don't they have um, somebody else's pick? I'm, I'm driving, so I don't have to put They got the Saints. They got the Saints pick. That's the 10th pick. pick. That's the 10th pick. pick. That's the 10th and pick. And then they have their pick at 30. Okay, so. And then their pick at so my thing is this: there is no way with Mal Sanders now playing football in Chicago. There's no way that they're going to go into the season. Carolina, with, Carolina, right? Without, yeah, I think it is Carolina. Mal Sanders. Yeah, Sanders is in Carolina, but no, I listen, guy, guy. I'm sorry, yeah. guy. But my point is, there's no way they're going to go into the season. Without another bell cow running back, but, but Scott isn't the dude. Kenneth Gainwell, not the dude. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Listen, Scott. Yeah, Scott but, 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 but wait, 
God goes crazy against the Giants. Who else? And like he kills the Giants because he scores touchdowns. Like all he's the dude. Stop it. Stop it. Because that's all you see. You still have nightmares of this dude. That's why you saying that. Stop it. Stop it. You know better. Byron, <laughs> you know. But they ain't on the bed dreaming about yeah, Byron Scott. Oh, yeah, I know. Exactly. They got me all messed up thinking about this dude. But you you telling me you can't you can't get Gibbs or 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 Charbonnet at, from UCLA at thirty, and that's not as good as B. John Robinson. Because I agree with you, B. John's not gonna be there at thirty. If he goes to if he if he's at twenty six to Dallas, that's the guy they're gonna draft. I would I would firmly Whoa. believe that. But he won't even be twenty. He won't even be twenty, bro. He won't. But you, you you wouldn't tell me like if I, I if you're Philly you wouldn't take Gibbs out of Alabama or or, or Zach Charbonnet out of UCLA I think Charbonnet can play in this league. They're I mean saying you, that you, you, you would. I think you would. You but why would you do that if you can be Jean first? But at number ten. At number ten. I I don't see it. Listen, I, I, I hope you. Can, I hope I'm wrong because I, that would be good for Philly because. It's a good running back, but at ten, I feel like there's too many defensive players at at ten that they would have to pass on to get a running back that you you could get a good a, a good running back at thirty, and it has, doesn't have to be Bijan. I, I just I don't. That's just me. Uh, TP, you, you know, you could be right. I I just disagree. I think I think Philly. I don't think Philly goes running back with the ten pick. I don't think that's smart. Yeah, I think he was saying something. I'm sorry. No, I, I mean, this is what I'm saying. Like, you're downplaying Bijan. Like, he's not worthy of being a top ten pick. This dude was the best running back in college. He's the best running back no, in college. No, I'm not. I'm not downing Bijan. I'm not. But if people need to improve their running game, look, okay, let's just look at Philly. Like, even though I don't want Philly to get him because Philly just killed everybody with their running game. But it's like, if Philly had him – and hurts in that backfield, and he started to learn and pick that up quickly. That's a threat again in the NFC East. I don't think he falls all the way to a threat to fall to the second round. I don't think that they're going to disrespect him. And this dude is healthy. Like no, there's no way. And this guy has ran a four four forty in in the combine, impressed well. Like I don't, I don't think he's falling that far. If you feel like he's falling to twenty five or lower, I, then. Congratulations! It's, I'll it's, you it's not it about happen. falling, though. It's I don't think it's about falling, TP. And I'm not I'm not disrespecting Robinson. I think he's the best running back prospect we've seen in the last few years, uh, coming out of the draft, and and that's been saying a lot because we haven't really seen that that really dominant running back come out since maybe maybe Saquon, maybe right? I don't know. Um, I just I honestly don't. I just, I honestly feel like, how, how can we put it? How can I put it? Like, I, I feel like Saquon, those, that kind of back doesn't win you a Super Bowl. Look at the two teams that were in the Super Bowl. Look at their running backs, right? Like, if you, who, TP, who are the top running backs in the league? The top five, five. Um. Saquon, Dalvin, like, um, I, uh, like, I got it. McCaffrey. Yeah, McCaffrey's up. Another one thing they do, they give McCaffrey a leg up, but he hasn't even been there. He hasn't even really been there. Right. Uh, Derrick Henry. 
Um, yeah, because he he just got to shine this year, really, with the Niners. Like he's been out of the league in right. and out of seasons. Like I can't give McCaffrey right, that. Right. I can't. Um, um, but I mean, so like just him. just a, just a, just a random not like random guys like Eckler. You could probably say would be considered. Right. I'm not giving Mason. him top five. I'm not giving him top five. No, I'm no, I'm not giving Eckler top five. That's the, that's a push. Okay, that's fair. That's that fair. But I mean, we'll say we'll say Henry. We'll say Saquon. We'll say Cook is a great pick. Um, we can probably think about. Yeah, I was gonna. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. Probably Jonathan right. Taylor, we'll that's four. Yep. Okay. Now we got yeah. one more. I'm not. I'm not giving McCaffrey that um, leg up. You won't get that out of me. Not okay. right now. Uh, Maybe Kamara. Uh, like Najee, Najee, Najee. I, I give, I give a series of credit. Najee Harris. Okay, but out of those top five running backs you just mentioned, how many of those teams made the playoffs? Two, um, right. Dalvin made it. Saquon made yep. it. The Titans uh, made it, right? Or no? I don't think they did. I could, I could be wrong. No, they didn't make it. They didn't. Right. So they. So okay. So and those and and those, How many top running backs have led a team to the Super Bowl recently? Well, I, I, I mean that's that's true. That's true. That, but I'm not. You don't hear me say a Bijan is leading Philly to the Super Bowl. I'm not saying that. I'm right, saying right. the structure of that team. That team is a balanced attack, but they more run than pass. And if they get a stud uh-huh. running back that's young and powerful and got speed, that that helps the attack. Like. I, I'm I beg the difference that you think that Saquon is easily replaced by putting in anybody because I can't even think of the running backs that y'all had before. Who was the guy that y'all just let go and he was the backup for him? Oh uh, my goodness! Rita? Was it Rita? No, not Rita. Y'all had a German kid. Y'all had another uh, Gallman. Gallman Jr. Like these dudes are not oh, coming in here making Wayne, things Wayne happen. Gallman. Wayne Gallman. Yeah. Huh? Wayne Gallman. Yeah, Gallman. And yeah. then, I, then y'all had the German kid, the, the steel hammer kid. Y'all done had all time. Stop it. It ain't easy to do it, bro. It's not. You saying it just because you, I, you're 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 the, the wind up toy out of Big Blue right now. You're gonna do this until you blue in the face. Pun intended too. No, but no. It's like this. It's, yes, yes, it's, it's yes, not, yes. This is happening. I'm not. Listen, I I want him back. I think he's a top five running back. But I'm not naive to seeing Ezekiel Elliott get the bag, and as soon as he got it, he fell apart. He, when all things fell apart, like the roots, okay? Like, he could not stay healthy. He was a waste, and they cut him. I don't want that for Saquon Barkley, but I also acknowledge the fact that you don't need a top-tier running back to be successful in this league. The Eagles just had Miles Sanders, who we don't think sniffs the top ten probably not even the top 15, and they went to the Super Bowl and, and probably should have won it. That's what I mean. Like, it's not disrespect to Bijan to say he's not a top 10 back. He's a top 10 talent in this draft, but no p- team would pick him top 10 because they don't need to. It's it just that's not the game anymore. It's not Emmett Smith and Barry Sanders and Thurman Thomas anymore. Those days are long gone. You don't need – the running back of that caliber to win. And guess what? Out of those three running backs, only one of them won. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just saying, like, I can win with a with a pretty good running back as opposed to a great running back. 
That's all I'm saying. Hey, I guess we're going to agree to disagree because I, just like you said, he has the top 10 potential. He has the top 10 potential. You're telling me he's going to fall 25. I No. No. But I don't think it's I, falling. I just don't think those teams are going to draft him. That's all. It's not falling. Like, what 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 pick did the first running back get drafted last year? I, I, I got to look that up. Um, I wouldn't know off the top of my head. Yeah, I wouldn't know either. I mean, come on. I mean, I'm I'm not Mel Kiper over here. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, right? But um, I mean, I could I could look it up real quick. But I, you know, uh, no, 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 no. The first running back was drafted. Jesus, going way down the list. Running back, Iowa State, Brees Hall, second round. That was the first running back drafted. And it's not Brees Hall. If he would have stayed healthy probably would have been rookie of the year. He was on that trajectory, right? Like we can agree on that. Like he was he was he was balling. He was balling. And he's the first running back drafted and he was in the second round. That's all I'm saying. Like it's not a slap to say Bijan would fall to twenty six. I just don't think these teams value the running back position like you and I value the running back. I value the running back. I just know how these teams think and they they're just not gonna do it. So, the reason why I say that about the Lions is that the Lions, yeah. they, they sort up their offense. They, they have a whole receiver core. They they have yeah. good tight ends, but I, I still feel like they're in the pickings for a tight end. They said it is five that's on their radar. So that's another tight end. But mm-hmm. the running back position is their worry, especially after they just lost Jamal Williams. Why do you think they let go of Jamal Williams and they're shoring up every position around the board, offense, defense, and such a team, but not the running back core? Mm-hmm. They didn't get nobody else other than David Montgomery just to be the quick fix. But right now, he's an injury-prone running back that they got to watch their ass right now if they get beat on. Mm-hmm. At least they got Montgomery with a chip on the shoulder. They got Jefferson, and they got Reynolds. Reynolds is injury-prone to Jefferson, been in the practice squad. You bring Bijan on there, one of y'all got to go. Get those bags, and y'all might have to leave Michigan. Uh, otherwise, y'all going to have to fight this one out. That, that's how that's how mm-hmm. it needs to be. They, they, they took care of business right now. I'm telling you, Brad Holmes, you you might be a lot out there in Michigan. Keep playing. <laughs> You're not wrong. I, mean, I I I can't I can't front. serious real quick, and I want I want to flip gears. No, what I was gonna say is like at the end of the day, you know the the value of a running back is predicated on the system that it's run. You know what I'm saying? So if, right. you're, if you're the Philadelphia Eagles. You know what I'm saying? When you mm-hmm. run a lot of RPO and read option, we all saw what Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, and Kenneth Gainwell were able to do mm-hmm. with that offense. The, 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 the likelihood of the Philadelphia Eagles going back to the well at running back to kind of do that at the, with the 10th overall pick is highly likely than, let's say, the other teams that are before them or coming after them. We could sit here and go through the top 20 and name teams that already have running backs that are, that are solidified. The Detroit Lions, to, to, to TP's point, are a team with a huge question mark at that position as we currently speak. So to say that they may go running back or not, I don't think they go running back here, but just to play devil's advocate, you know, to prove my point, the two teams in the top ten, you know, top 12 that can go running back are the Detroit Lions and the Philadelphia Eagles. You know what I'm saying? Now, it, it's very unlikely that 
he gets to you, you know, at your time of pick. Because I do think that some other teams are going to jump up and get him. I heard reports about Baltimore moving up and some other teams moving up to go to, 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 to target him should he, start, should he start to fall. But at the end of the day, the Detroit Lions and the Philadelphia Eagles are the two possible landing spots for B. John Robinson based off of how their team is currently structured and how they both run the football. You know what I'm saying? You, you can't count on DeAndre Swift. I, I, I can count on one hand the amount of times that brother's been healthy all year. And believe me, we all sit here play fantasy football. We know how much this dude yeah. kills us in fantasy football because he hasn't been healthy. Jamal Williams is now in New Orleans, you know what I'm saying, doing his thing sizzle. So there's a spot at running back, you know what I'm saying, in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And, again, Kenneth Gainwell and Boston Scott are not the guys, you know what I'm saying, and Philly. So, it's very, very possible that either Philly or Detroit ends up with Bijan. Um, I'm thinking more Philly than Detroit because I think, I think Detroit goes and picks up the big guy, um, the big guy from Georgia and goes and puts, puts that defense on, on, on front street, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking Detroit trades out of six. They, either they trade out of six or they're smart and let's – Bijan fall to them at 18, and they pick him at 18. I really don't think Philly – I think Philly's going to go either defense or offensive line. I think Detroit – Detroit would be smart to get Bijan Robinson because I agree with you, Swift can't be trusted. And guess what? Oh, no. He's, he, TP, TP, correct me if I'm wrong, he's going into the last year of his contract. So you got Swift and Bijan for one year, and then, and then you go into Bijan uh, for, the, for the future – your organization, I think that's a smooth transition. See, see Senor, and, and to add to both of you a serious point, he has come out of Georgia and has not played one full season yet. Not one full season. And, and when they did the hard knocks, you can even watch the episode, I think it was the second one, he got mad at mm-hmm. Madden because Madden said his strength was a 66. And he was like, what? I'm strong enough <laughs> I'm going to prove that to y'all. Week three, he was hurt. And out for the next four to five weeks, he's like, bro, you hurt every year, bro. You hurt every year. And, um, to, to me, to me, the way that I look at it, and I hate to start picking on people like this, I love my team. I don't care, so I'm going to say it. He, to me, he's like the 2014 version of when we got Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush could hit a home run. If he if he's in daylight, y'all running. But if not, they can right. shoestring tackle him. They can grab the piece of his jersey. He's falling down. Swift, lighter and smaller than Reggie. So it's like the same stuff happening. So, like, heck no. DeAndre, thank you. But if you keep playing slow or hurt off on a natural charge, bon voyage. Are you hearing me? <laughs> I mean, listen, I that's I, I really don't think Philly's going to do it. I think the Lions, if they're smart, they 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 use that 18 pick to get Robson. Serious. Is, I think Joey Porter Jr.'s stock rising. You watch him a lot at Penn State. Is he that good? Is he that damn good? I mean, I think he's good, but you think he's like top? Yeah, I think he's. I, I think he's the best corner in, in this upcoming draft. That there's been a lot of teams that have been looking at him and getting him. I, I saw a mock yesterday has that has him linked uh, to the Commanders uh, early mm-hmm. uh, in the first round. Uh, so yep. yeah, his stock is rising, and this is a guy who um, I, I can I can foresee teams moving up to go get. I saw a report today 
that said Omar Khan, who's my new general manager, was talking about moving with the Buffalo, not the Buffalo, but the, um, but the Chicago Bears moving up. Um, yeah, I saw that. Especially go get somebody. So, I mean, Joey Porter Jr. is, is a guy that's on all radar for obvious reasons as, as, as the son to, you know, PZ or whatever. But th- th- this guy's going to be as good as advertised. Um, so, yeah, I definitely think he's worth the hype. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I, I, I saw some really good um, comments about him. Um, you know, obviously there's little things this game he needs to correct, but I, I saw a lot of good things about him. I, I saw that same mock. I saw a mock have him at number, like, I think 11 or 12. So, you know, I think he is that good. But I want to, you know, we could talk draft. I, I know we're going to talk draft on your show pretty soon um, as the draft starts to come up. It's going to be a lot of fun. TP's got two picks to play with. Um, I think the Steelers do some interesting things in their draft, um, and, and the Giants have a 25th pick. We'll see. Hopefully they go receiver, but a lot of receivers are moving up in their stock. So Zay Flowers out of Boston College, people really like him too. So we'll see how that works out. But uh, call number 929-477-2759. Got the chef in here, timeless himself. Serious uh, calling. Uh, always a pleasure, to, you know, having him on the show. I wanted to talk about the games last night, um, but I, I just we just saw the final. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, Sirius. The Bulls came back. I think they were down by as much as 12 or 14. I don't even know. It might have been. They had a, at one point a 25 to 10 run, and they they steal this game in Toronto, and they're moving on to face the Miami Heat. Um, you know, it's really surprised because I thought Chicago really had an up and down year, and that you know the first half looked like a lot of their season just disappointing. And here they come um, to, to 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 take this game away from um, from the Toronto uh, Raptors. So TP, I don't know if you saw any of that game, but um, you surprised at the Bulls' first ten seed to ever win uh, the play-in tournament game. I think so. You surprised with the the, the Bulls' effort tonight? Very much so, because Toronto does play well in postseason play up there in Canada, especially for the Raptors to watch Levine score 35 tonight. That's insane because Levine has been the one that's been quiet all season long, and now he starts dumping out right now. Like now Zach waking up. So I tip my hat to the Bulls because I did not think the Bulls would make the playoff. They made the play-in and are a threat to get there if they could take care of business in this next game up against Atlanta. But for them to put their head down and, and knock off Toronto, even though the one thing about Toronto that bothers me is that they are young, they don't really have a, a core leader other than Siakam and, and Van Fleet because both of these guys are stars in their own right. But those aren't really the veterans that I'm looking at to be like, listen, come on, let's get it together. We need to get a stop. We need a rebound. We need to, you know, they, those aren't right. those guys. Those are big-name role players at the end of the day. And um, there was talks before this game that Nick Nurse could get fired. And um, this loss right here, I don't know if they let him go at the end of this season because he does still have that championship reigning over his head from, I think, what, four years ago. So that still may help him. But if the Raptors got rid of him, I know that there'd be teams beckoning to go get him. But this loss right now, especially with them being up and him not securing that lead and being home against a Billy Donovan-led Bulls team, I can't wait to see how tomorrow looks for the Raptors. But, um, again, I tip my hat, Chicago. You guys did the unthinkable for me. I thought you guys were going to miss the playoffs. And you guys have a tomorrow. Uh, basically uh, Friday, so we we'll see how that pans out. Yeah, yeah, I, I was totally shocked. Levine had a a, a really good game, uh, thirty nine seven and three. 
Um, you're right. He's been quiet. I mean, he was a he was a rumor of trade talks at one point. I thought the Knicks might be in play for him, and and to see him, you know, put in work in this playing game, uh, really good for them. Um, if the if the Raptors were stupid enough to to let Nurse go, I I mark it. He's going to be coaching the Pistons. I think the Pistons open up. To, they back the truck up for that guy. I think he's a hell of a coach. To your point, TP, I would be surprised if they walk. Um, but yeah, the Bulls moving on. See, it's um, you surprised the Bulls uh, put it together tonight? Not really, because I haven't been a fan of the Toronto Raptors for a significant period of time. So the fact that the Chicago Bulls found a way to 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 to, to get this done, you know, again, all you need is an opportunity, and I think that this sets up really, really good. Uh, for Friday, seeing the Miami Heat, who are also struggling, go up against mm. the, the the Chicago Bulls, man. It's going to be crazy to see how that pans out, you know, to, to battle for the eight seed. But at the end of the day, um, again, I haven't been a fan of the Toronto Raptors all year, and this proves that's too why. Yeah, me either. I, I, I mean, I, I think both teams have been kind of disappointing. Those are two teams we thought were going to make the playoffs, and they were playing for the last uh, play-in spot. So um, disappointing seasons by both. But I, I was more disappointed in the Bulls because I, I think on paper they have enough talent um, with Barjunas and, and Levine and, and getting Caruso. They have enough talent out uh, to Rosen. And, and for them to be a play-in team, you know, a ten ten seed at that was really, really just disappointing. So we'll see if they can put it together against the um, the Heat tomorrow. TP, talk here ish, man. The Thunder playing right now, um, you know, down in New Orleans. But um, this New Orleans team without Zion Williams, who said he just wants to feel like Zion um, or look like Zion. I don't know what that looks like. I have twenty nine games a year. I don't. I don't know what that looks like, bro. Um, talk to me about the Thunder. Um, my heart is involved in this game, and the crazy part is, is I didn't even think the Thunder would make the playoffs without Chet. I was like, well, we need his presence, especially the way that he looked at Summer League. Um, and then I was like, how do we fill the void of not having anybody in the paint? Uh, they figured it out somewhat. The Thunder still turned the ball over an interesting clip, but there's still a shot yeah. in this game up against Pelicans, even though the Pelicans do have players that can make things happen, I feel like we can do the same thing that the Bulls did in Toronto. I feel like we can do it. It's an uphill battle because this is in New Orleans, but we have a star. I really want to say superstar, but I don't think Shea's there yet, but Shea is the price of admission for real. Shaquille O'Neal said this in the year 2001. And Beanie Siegel followed it up in a rap song that he redid the song from Jay-Z called Where I'm From. And it kind of goes hand-in-hand together. Siegel said, where we live for today, because we not promised tomorrow, where I'm from, all we know is go hard and go harder. That's all I got to say, OKC, is go hard. And the crazy part is I don't really know if there's somebody to slow up Shay. We just got to figure out how we can stop B.I. and... I can't really say that's it because they do have role players that can make things happen. CJ can start knocking down shots too. But if we can slow down B.I. And, and CJ have one of those nights, we can steal that game and force the the game on Friday. But, I mean, it's it's favoring New Orleans. They're the favorite at home getting five and a half – well, giving five and a half. So, 
it all all signs point to it, but the Thunder have done the unthinkable all year long, and um, I'm just stunned that they're at this point. If they could stay away from turning the ball over like they have, if Giddy could bump his IQ up, because everybody loves the flash in the pan that Giddy brings, but he turns the ball over interesting enough a lot. People don't see that. Um, Mark Dagnall, hands are full. His hands are full right now. He has to prove that he is a coach of tomorrow. If not, um, Sam Press is going to have to look into this in like a two, two-year two window to try and find another coach. He he may be the understudy of Billy Donovan, so on and so forth, but he's not the coach for the future of this team with all these young kids. And uh, there's a bunch of coaches in the Western Conference that just can't wait to feed off of his lack of knowledge there. So he has to get this thing going as soon as possible. It can't be Chet save us and – start running with the young guns that way. He has to start building this now and making this thing happen. But I can't overlook what Willie Green has been able to do with that Pelican team and this team surviving as best as possible without Zion. Um, they they still got threats there. But I feel like the, the Thunder can make this thing happen. And, of course, it, it's OKC and nothing else. Like, that's, that's all I know. Yeah, I mean, the Thunder are so young, they don't know they're not supposed to be here. Like, they had a lesson like a 0.1% chance of making the playoffs and, and look at them now. So I think the the problem is the size. They don't have um, size that can really match up with the, with the big men from, from uh, New Orleans. So hopefully they can got a rebound. And to your point, they got to take care of the basketball. Um, but the, I feel the best player on the court is SGA. So, if he plays like that and they keep it close, I think they can steal it. I really feel like they can steal this game, but, We'll see what happens, man. I'm just so disappointed in Zion. I just did not like his comments. I mean, it just it just rubbed me the wrong way, man. Like, I just, you know, I'm ready to go. I just don't feel, you know, my like myself when I feel like Zion. I'm like, huh? Like, dude, you got the bag. Get out there and play, man. What are we talking about, dude? Like, I don't know, man. It, and it's like, it, at this point, it's just, I just don't want to hear from you. I really don't. I don't want to hear from you until next year. You're just not relevant to me right now. Um, serious, what do you think about the Thunder's chances tonight? I think they're pretty high, to be honest with you. I mean, here's, here's the thing with the Pelicans. Um, they don't put teams away. They, they, yeah. they just don't. Um, and I understand this is a, 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 a young Thunder team that doesn't understand that they don't need to be here. But they're here, and a Pelicans team, with a Pelican like the Thunder team, is super, super young. But this Pelicans team is, is young as well. I mean, yeah, B.I.s have been in the league for a while, and they got C.J. Um, but at the end of the day, like, I, this is a bad matchup um, at the guard position for, for, for the Pelicans. So, at the end of the day, I, I, I think that, if this game is close in the fourth quarter, I think the Thunder have the ability to to, to, to steal this because they don't know any better. Um, right now, the issue that I'm seeing as, as I'm watching the game while, while, while we're on is the simple fact that they're settling for too many perimeter jumpers. Get the ball in the bucket. Get, yeah. you know, cross up, get, get the ball in the paint. They're, they're settling for too many jumpers. Um, again, it's first quarter, you know, throw people out of the side the third, but, you know, I, I, I really want to see OKC in attack mode early and not really settling. Like, SGA is still trying to find itself here. Like, I, I figured from the opening tip, he would just run out there and just be aggressive and, 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 and you know, take the game over. He, he's not doing that right now. So, we'll see what happens. I mean, again, it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. 
But I think if this game is close late, I, I can make a legitimate case that OKC is still it. Yeah, I think that's that's the that's the MO for them. Keep it close to TP's point. Don't turn the ball over. Take care of the basketball. I mean, I like Giddy. I I I agree with you, TP. He can be a little erratic, but I like I like him. I like his energy. So they just gotta take take care of the ball and they gotta rebound. They gotta they gotta protect the boards. No second chance shots. No easy shots for the Pelicans. And I think if they keep it close, I think they can they can definitely pull this out. Um, TP, I I want to ask you. Um, so last night's game, um, the, the, the Heat were embarrassed at home uh, and lost the game to, to the Hawks. The Hawks move into the seventh spot to face the, the Boston Celtics, who they haven't beaten all year. I don't think the, the, the Hawks make that much of a series. But really, I mean, the, the Heat at home laid an absolute dud. What is up with the Heat, and do they have any? Are they going to win tomorrow against this Bulls team that just uh, pulled this um, this comeback tonight? I'm not sure, man. Uh, the, the way that things have gone down, and, and that's other reason from Georgia to Florida, like it's all left. Like all these players have left both the Hawks, the Heat, and the Magic organizations. I really feel like they're playing for the draft for things to get better. I don't think that they're fighting tooth and nail to get to the playoffs. I think they're going to make it interesting, but. I, I'm I'm not I'm not fooled for this by any means. Um Atlanta and, and the Heat sluggish. The 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 Hawks were a team that made the Eastern Conference final and don't even look like they had any glimpse of that other than just having Trey Young there. And uh the Heat were a shot away the the yeah, that was last year against the Celtics and, and they don't look like that type of team. All of them had lost their luster. I don't want to put too much of this on Spolstra because I, I respect Spolstra as a coach. Um, the Hawks are trying to put so much of this together, especially with losing Nate McMillan and all of us, including ourselves, uh, talking about Trey getting another coach fired, and they trying to figure this yep. out on the fly. So it made that game that much more interesting. So this is an up-in-the-air situation. I feel like this is the right time for Chicago to steal this situation, especially with the one I feel that has the most uh, relevance right now would be Billy Donovan to, to keep that job because if Billy Donovan falls short, I think he may end up losing that job in Chicago too, especially with the talent that's around him. He got a lot of young talent there too. So um, there, there's a lot on the board, all around the board for this next play in some, uh No, that would be on Friday. So we, we'll see how that plays yeah. out. But I, 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 I really think Chicago has the edge to me. I, I really feel Chicago does have it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, this team was a one seed not too long ago, right, guys? And to see them – where they are right now is kind of they're one of the worst three-point shooting teams in the league when that's supposed to be one of their strengths right with um with uh duncan with hero and company heroes having a not he did not have a good year in my opinion he really had a poor year they 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 don't defend and they don't shoot the three and that was two things that they did really well the last couple of years i agree with you it's not spolster's fault um, it's not the old voice that's been there. I think it's the players. I think they're – I don't know what it is. I don't know if they're selfish. I don't know if they're they're on the beach too much in South Beach. They they are not playing good basketball. They don't flip – they can't flip a switch and turn it on. They just – they look completely, like, disinterested sometimes. It's really kind of pathetic to watch. Serious, I don't know if you caught any of that game. I'm sure you did. Um, I did. The Heat last mm-hmm. night. Yeah, what what are you, what are you seeing from the Heat, man? And and shout out to the Hawks too, you know, with Snyder, um, get 
coming into Miami where they weren't favored taking care of business, even though I don't think they stand much chance um, in the first mm-hmm. round. But, um, listen, they, they took care of business. Capella was dominant on the boards. Um, and I don't think Young had a really good game. But they, they a lot of other guys really did. They beat them up on the glass, and they really took care of business. What do you mm-hmm. think about the Heat and the Hawks and then, you know, looking ahead to Friday's matchup? The Heat played like they had a game to to, to get themselves right. Like, yep. it, 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 it's weird because, like, Bam was non-existent for a good portion of the game. Um, they really didn't really try to feature him. You saw Jimmy Butler missing layups at the cup. Uh, you know, Hero really was the only one that was really looking for a shot. Then you bring in Cal Lowry and Cal Lowry. At, 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 at yeah. his age and at his, you know, was giving you 33. Like, what in the world? Kevin Love is trying to shoot, turn around jump shots. I mean, they couldn't clear the board to save their life, but yet you got Bam out of body who is a rebounder, and, you know, they just didn't put any bodies on anybody. So at the end of the day, the, the, he just looked like they were disinterested. They, 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 they didn't care. Um, and now they find themselves in the middle of a dogfight with a team in the Chicago Bulls that is pretty scrappy. You got yourself a scrappy bunch that you're going to have to deal with uh, for your playoff lives on Friday. And I'm not too sure that the Heat know how to respond. Like, who's that dog? Like, everybody wants to look at Jimmy Butler as playoff Jimmy, but at the end of the day, what I saw on on yesterday was a team that just gave it, just gave up. That that they they, they they just gave up. Like again, the the Atlanta the Atlanta Hawks have been helter skelter up and down, you know, all yeah. year round. Like as a matter of fact, if, if, if you look at the season series versus the Miami Heat, the the Miami Heat have has owned them pretty much the whole season. The whole series, I think they had them three to one. You know, in total games played. So for for the Miami Heat to not take care of business um, on their home floor versus a team that they had somewhat dominance over is is disheartening. So um, they're in trouble now. To, I I don't think Spo goes anywhere. Um, I think um, you know he and Pat Riley and company, you know Nicky Loomis and company, they. They, they they like him and whatever case may be, but it wouldn't shock me if the Miami Heat looks significantly different next year because the players that they currently have just don't give a flying you-know-what. Um, so I, I, I think change is coming to South Beach, um, but, again, you, you live the fight another day. And I think that the Miami Heat, you know, so I have to show up and show out in order to get past Chicago. I don't think they will. I I don't think they're winning that game. I just didn't like what I see. I just don't. I really don't like what I see. Like to your point, everybody's looking at playoff Jimmy to bail him out, and it's like they're just I, they're just lost. They're just self. They look like a selfless, selfish team. Like they, I don't like what I see from Miami. Like I said, so. Um, I, I expect um, this to be kind of two teams that should should be better to sneak into the playoffs. So I think Chicago is going to sneak in, and, and Miami is going to be home on South Beach. So we'll see what happens. But um, last night, too, the late game, um, 
Another, I mean, another kid. I, I didn't like what I saw from the Lakers. Everybody's happy. The Lakers are in the seventh seed. They're going to face Memphis, but they were down by 14, 15 points going into halftime. Um, they they struggled with a team that was missing two of their starters. Rudy Gobert only getting a one-game suspension. Should have been more. Uh, and then um, the kid uh, breaking his hand, punching a wall. Yeah, really smart. And, and you know, it took a, a, a heroic three-pointer to, to get the lead in, in regulation and then a stupid foul by AD, typical foul that he always does. And then, you know, they needed overtime to put the Wolves away. I, I'm not, I don't like what I saw from the Lakers. I mean, that's just my opinion. Um, TP, the Lakers, they did get the win at home. They're the seventh seed locked in, facing Memphis um, as that series opens up. What, what did you see from last night's game? Um, I think the Lakers have a shock that they're playing Memphis. If they were playing anybody else, I think they'd be in trouble. Memphis doesn't have anybody that could deal with Anthony Davis or LeBron. This is why I feel like this could be the fool's goal situation. Ja is the talent for them. Bain could hit shots, but Jaron Jackson Jr. is going to have to deal with Anthony Davis, even though he's one of the guys for defensive player of the year. I don't think he can handle AD, especially the tear that AD's been on. But in that game right now, I told you a long time ago, Barry, once LeBron broke that record, the NBA was not going to watch LeBron sit out another playoffs again. You know how much money's behind him, especially when he's not in the game. Like, like they're, they're losing money watching this guy sit out. They were going to pull tooth and nail to get this guy in there, and the Wolves had the lead big. And I'm going to say this here and now on Sports City, fans and people that listen alike, excuse me, I'm sorry I have to say this, Cat, a.k.a. Carl Anthony Towns, you a sucker. You a whole soft sucker. I would say something else, but you is a complete sucker. Listen, at one point in the, at the end of the game, it was tied up with, like, seconds on the clock. The switch happens. Guess who's on him? Cat. Austin Reeves is defending him. You know what he did? Pulled up from three for, like, like nothing. Like, like you didn't have to mismatch it. Just go bury him in the paint. Pass the ball to Conley, reassess the situation, bury him in, on the block, and let's get the two points and good night. No, you sat up here, lost a three, and you're lucky that Conley was able to hit three free throws at the end of the fourth overtime. You guys should not have been in that position, especially that you guys are on the road. For you, you're a vet now. I can't even say you're young anymore. You've been in the league far and long enough for you to escape that talk. You are a sucker. Cat, I, I don't even know how this gets better. I don't know how with Rudy Gobert on the floor, this makes them better. Yeah, he's a defender in the paint. Cat don't got to do that much work. Cat wants to be Paul George like no other. He wants to launch threes. You're 6'11", bro. Like, you can hit threes. You see how Joel and B got it. Like, after a while, it was like, yo, stop just always wanting to shoot the three. Go down there and kill somebody. And he's doing that. Cat has a, a mean post game. Since Kentucky, him coming into the league, once he found out that he could hit the three, he fell in love with the three ball. Like, Bro, what what happened to you? Like, I, for Austin Reeves to be defending you with seconds on the clock, you'd rather pull up for a contested three than to bury this little dude that you got him by at least seven inches? I don't, I don't get it. Finch, the coach, all, all of y'all, that Minnesota organization is in disarray. I don't even know if you guys survived the plan this next coming game. But, Cat, you are a complete sucker. You lucky I don't see you in person because I will tell you dead up to your face. I'm dead serious. Hey, he wants to be AD. Like I'm listening to people pundits talk and the the um 
you know, the announcers and stop talking about how big a loss Rudy Gobert was in that game because then Cat is forced to play the five. Like, you six seven. What are we talking about here? You don't want to play on the post inside on the block? You want to shoot threes all day? That's all you want to do? Like, I, I couldn't agree with you more, man. I just – his game frustrates me to no end. It doesn't make any sense. He should be dominating the paint. And he want to stand out at the three-point line like like AD. AD don't want to play – he don't want to play the five. He want to play the four and just hang out and, and, and chill at the three-point line. It don't make no sense, these dudes, man. But, listen, um – yeah, listen, the Lakers had no business winning that game, and I didn't like what I saw. Like, you know, as good as they have been playing defensively since these trades, it always makes me kind of wonder if they have enough to face this Grizzlies team because, I, you know, I don't – listen, the Grizzlies don't play well in the half court offensively, but they are dogs, and they will get after it. They're not intimidated by these teams. They're not, you know, as, as much as I give them crap for – being, you know, tough guys only getting to the second round last year and talking a lot of smack. They are good. They've been a two seed for a long time this year. So, um, I just, I don't know, man. I, I, I just, I, it, it's going to be a tough series for the Lakers to pull out. Seriously, what do you think about the Lakers last night? Do they, what do you think their chances are with the Grizzlies? You know, I think this is best case scenario for the Lakers. I honestly feel as though that they can really push the Grizzlies. Um, to, 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 to six to seven games and possibly win it because at the end of the day, um, AD and LeBron can take over a series and they are problems. And I don't care if you got John Moran, I don't care if you got Des Bain, I don't care who you got, you have to address and deal with those problems. If they get anything out of Dennis Schroeder, if they get anything out of um, – Wow, what's the face? The point guard uh, they just picked up from from Minnesota. If they get anything, D'Lo, D'Lo, yeah, If they get anything out of D'Lo, they get anything out of Reza. I mean, all they need is those guys to give them something. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be a long series. You know, God forbid some you know somebody gets hurt. It seems like it's it's always a, a running thing with the Memphis Grizzlies. Somebody gets hurt or whatever the case may be. And, again, I'm not bold enough to pick the Lakers to win the series, but it wouldn't shock me if they did. I don't think you they're going to win the for, series. For, for, I, 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 for, yeah, I for, but for, for every reason, for every reason that, you know, TP alluded to with the fact that the league, you know, is in love with LeBron and wants to get LeBron in the playoffs and get him in the second round and, you know, to the to run the potential of seeing LeBron and you know KD go at it, or you know whatever case may be, um, in round number two, like yeah, I I I can see it potentially going down that way, but time will tell. Yeah, I mean they they have a tough road to get to the to the finals. Um, you know it would. It would be potentially the Kings or the the Warriors. That wouldn't be an easy test for them either. I just, I think you're right. I think they need a third guy every night. It doesn't have to be the same guy every night, but they do need a third guy every night. And if they don't, it's going to be a tight series. And um, I just don't know. I don't. I think D'Lo can give you that at home. I don't know what he could do um, other otherwise. And I don't. I really don't expect Schroeder to be that guy consistently, so we'll see. 
uh, if they can get that third guy that can can help them out. When LeBron's going to be LeBron, and then AD is going to get his, is you need that third guy, right? So we'll see what happens. Um, I just, to me, I just did not like what I see. I don't like what I saw the last couple games, like struggling with the Jazz. No disrespect to the Jazz because they definitely overachieved this year, right? Uh, I think they won what thirty seven games this year. And, you know, nobody picked them to win more than 20 or 25 at the most, right? So they definitely overachieved. They were a playoff team for a long time this year until they kind of fell apart at the end. Um, Marketing could be, you know, I think he found his home, obviously. So um, I I don't like what I saw from those games, having to kind of play really hard against the Jazz to close that game out. And then the next night on a back-to-back, they got bullied by the Clippers. I just I don't like I don't like what I'm seeing. I really don't. So um, hopefully I'm wrong. You know the league wants me to be wrong because they like you said they they want LeBron in the playoffs and they want a deep playoff run from LeBron. But I really think the the Grizzlies are going to take them out in six. That's just my gut. So um, I think they're I think Memphis are dogs. They they play hard on defense. They they will run. They will try to run on this Lakers team. The Lakers will not let them run. They'll get back on defense, but they're going to figure out a way because they got some players that can play. Um, and and, and <laughs> my main man, uh, was it Dylan Brooks looking like Superfly? You know, what I mean, coming out there with the straight. Did you see that TV? Uh, Dylan Brooks with the with the he he got a fur on or something with the with the with the straightened hair. You know, look like Superfly. I was singing Pusher Man. You know what I mean, but um, well, you know, you know that or, or probably, I know he better stay. I know he better stay humble because he's the one that woke LeBron up in front of Shannon Sharp, and he's the one that's gonna have to defend either or more than likely LeBron, and he can't beat LeBron. So um, he he better keep him outside because you don't want to you don't want to wake him up and then it looks like oh well they tearing you up they coming after you and that's the potential could be there. So I feel bad for him. He may be the scapegoat in this situation if the, the uh, Grizzlies do lose this. Um, hopefully he shows up. He said he want to be Draymond and getting Draymond started and talking junk to the doggone Warriors. This is where it starts here against the Lakers. What bigger lights than going up against Hollywood's most famous? Yeah, I mean we'll see. Dylan, he talks a lot of ish, man. He really does, and you know most times he backs it up. But I mean, I, I don't think he was talking a lot of junk to LeBron. But what he said might have been, you know, bullet, bullet, bulletin board stuff. Just because it's that it's that time of year, but we'll see. Um, I, I think this is going to be a pretty good series. I mean, th- speaking of good series, I mean, I know we don't have um, the one eight matchups yet, but I mean, is there any series in this first round uh, that intrigues you the most, uh, TP? Either east or west, or you could put one out of East Conference, whatever well, you, you want. You, to you, you, you. In the words of Bismarck, you. You got what I need. And I'm talking about the, the Knicks and the, Cav- the Cavaliers. I'm telling you, that that's going to be the one. I feel like the Knicks could pull it off. If the Knicks don't, the Cavaliers could shock a lot of people. It could go past the first round. Um, but this is the most entertaining series to me because, of course, this whole area is hoping that Tibbs can turn this thing around after they all wanted them fired. Now everybody plays to him like he outlaw. So now we got to see if the Knicks can make this run happen. If the Knicks tape is still rocking or if, like Biggie said, this tape pops. I, I, I hope this tape don't pop because I'm going to be talking junk to these people out here in the tri-state. Um, but, no, I, I just mm-hmm. want to see how this does go down because, you know, Mitchell's a local and the Knicks are local. So it, it, I'm at the edge of my seat for this series, to say the least. 
Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I think that's the, probably the most entertaining series that we, we're going to get. I think the Suns and Clippers have the potential because that's a pretty good first-round matchup. Uh, it's just a shame Paul George isn't going to be healthy. But, um, you know, the Clippers, they don't back down. But, I, you know, the Suns are 8-0 and with KD in the lineup. I mean, you know, ball don't lie, right, like Rasheed Wallace said, so. Um, it could get ugly really quick against the Suns. I, I actually do like the Suns to come out of the West, but um, yeah, the Knicks and the Knicks and the Cavs. There is no matchup in the East in the first round that's worth talking about, other than the Cavs and the Knicks. Because I think Randall, if he comes back uh, healthy off that ankle injury, it's going to be a really tight series. If he's not healthy, I think the the Cavs will probably take it in six. I wouldn't say it's a gentleman's sweep. I think they would. Randall is healthy. I think the Knicks can take this series, and I really think they can take it. Um, I, I Brunson is is a phenomenal. I, that is probably the best free agent pickup the Knicks have made in a long time. Like you're you're got to go back to probably Allen Houston for a Knicks signing off season signing that was as as monumental, as big as Brunson has been for them right now. I mean, a lot of the guys that they get are via trade, right? Mello, Stat, uh, Sprewell was a trade. I think Marbury was a trade, if I, I'm, I'm not mistaken. He might have came as a free agent. But he, I, I think either Brunson is, is, is a better pickup for the Knicks than Marbury was, even though Marbury is a really, was a really good player. Uh, I think they had really only one good year with him. So, um, you know, it, it's it's – it's that whole storyline of, you know, Mitchell should have been a Nick. Now he's with the Cavs, and the Cavs are a pretty darn good team that doesn't get a lot of respect, I think, sometimes. But um, it's an intriguing matchup. It's a fun matchup. Uh, you know, these two teams played, I think, uh, a couple times down the stretch. Uh, the Knicks won a game, and then I think the, the uh, Cavs won a game at home. So it's going to be fun to watch these two teams match up. Um, and like I said, I think I think Clippers and Suns out west is going to be a fun first round matchup. I was, Lakers and Matt, um, uh, Memphis is going to be good too, but I, I think those the two teams in the first round that you probably wouldn't think are going to face in the first round, Suns and Clippers. I think that's a fun matchup. TP, uh, you know, any uh, you know anything else uh, on that in the West that you like? The only thing that makes that fun is that Russell and KD go at it for a full series. But if yeah. the Suns do this right, they, yeah. they get end up sweeping the Clippers. The Clippers let go of too many games early. should not be in this situation. And the Suns are driven from how they looked, what, two years ago, uh, including myself. I didn't think Phoenix would be able to get back there, but it was based on how they had the people there. Now that they got KD, they're a legit threat now because it's a three-headed monster that they have out west right now. So we will see how this pans out. So, but I do agree with you that that is entertaining, but I really feel like the Suns got that. Yeah, I think so too. I, I really do. I think I like the Clippers. I think that, you know, they got a really good coach. Um, you know, Ka- Kawhi is, is still a pretty damn good player. Um, Russ is, Russ is playing a little bit better since he's been in, in LA. Got to get, um, got to as the Clippers side, got to give him credit. But yeah, I, I think the Suns, uh, would take that series. I, I think the the Warriors uh, Kings matchup is intriguing. I just feel like people are dismissing the Kings way too easy because they're young. Um, but they won a lot of games out. Uh, uh, they don't play a lick of defense. They really don't. And I think that's going to be a problem against the the Warriors. But like, don't sleep on those those uh, Kings, man. 
don't sleep on them. I think they can they can give the Warriors all they can handle, especially um, for a team that doesn't play well on the road. Oh, even though they don't have to go very far, Sacramento and um, <laughs> in, 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 in San Francisco, Oakland area is not that not that far. Um, do, do you like that series, TCP? Um, I see that you you basically talk yourself right into a circle. Um, I think because they don't play, they're gonna get killed. They're gonna get killed. Um, as much as I love to see De'Aaron Fox plate, um, and that kid Keegan, he's been shooting the heck out of the ball, but there's too much experience on the Warriors side of the ball, and they're right there in California. I bet there's more fans of Sacramento for the Warriors than there are Kings fans. So, but we'll see. It'll be fun to see Sacramento fans. Up in arms like how they used to be when when C Web and them used to be there. If they could get rowdy like they used to back then, then they might have a shot. But I don't think they get rowdy enough to talk Steph out of his game and have Clay miss threes in critical situations. You already know how Clay try to step up in game five and six. So the Kings have to be ready for that yeah. team. I think they got to take advantage of those situations where Draymond force Draymond to shoot the ball and, and take advantage of the misses like. That that's the only way I feel like they can get the Warriors, and uh, they they have to emphasize winning on at home, because the Warriors have struggled all year long in other people's cribs. So you gotta win at home. If you lose one of those games at home, you're not gonna win in San Francisco. Yeah, I mean you're, you're right, but I mean I, I I'm happy the Kings are in the playoffs. Mike Brown is my coach of the year. I don't think there's any question that he wins it. I I don't I don't know maybe. No, I, I I really don't see anybody beating Mike Brown for Coach of the Year, in my opinion. But um, yeah, it's it's good to see the Kings back in the playoffs. I really wish that C Web team got one chip, man. Damn, that was some good teams, man. It, 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 C Web, Vladdy, um, Bibby, they had White Chocolate before that. Pedro Soyakovic, Christie, they had some good team. Bobby Jackson, they had that that team. That team was good enough to win a chip, and they just they, you know they had the Lake Show. They couldn't beat them. They could not beat them. But um, that was a fun team. Um, but yeah, I I I I do think the Warriors will take that series. But I just I just want to give the Kings props because you know they don't. I just feel like they don't get enough respect. They just like they're just dismissed. Like oh, they're, they're young. Ah, oh, they don't believe even that. Well, they, they can they can play. So bonus is you know everybody kind of killed that trade. I think that was a really good trade for them. Um, him and De, uh, DeAndre Fox are playing really well. So uh, shout out to the Kings. But yeah, I just think the Warriors will probably take that series. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, you can clean this up and, and call it. Um, you know, they calling me. They call, but um, you know, it, it's it's always entertaining, always fun to spar with my boy, and my brother. Uh, talking that, talking that talk. You know, we'll, we'll be back at it soon next week. Talking some more smack, probably uh, some more uh, NBA uh, playoff basketball, maybe a little football as well. Um, you know, sh- <clears throat> shout out to Sirius uh, for for joining us, stopping by, uh, talking some some smack with us too. Uh, shout out to all the chefs. I'm sure there'll be a gumbo show tomorrow night. Shout out to Chandler and Mike. Uh, I'm sure they're gonna uh, come in and do their thing tomorrow night. But um, as always, always a pleasure doing a show with the the hero himself, Timeless. Um, you know, this, and all I can say, man, tell you tell your people you love them, man. You don't know, man. You just don't know. Tell your people you love them. Uh, TP, uh, as we proceed, you know, to give you what you need, get us out of here as we can call another night uh, on the cookout. Yeah. Um, 
Shout out to the Jordan Foundation, that's for sure. I only have an hour and 29 minutes until, like, I start to howl at the moon and I start to hear, they out to get you. I, I could just hear them, you start to sing. Grew up off of that classic. <laughs> so it's, it's about to go down in these streets for real. Um, just like he said, tell your people you love them because you never know. Just lost a close high school friend just a few days ago that we grew up with at Stanford High to rest in peace to DJ. Um, got to go check the funeral out tomorrow. Um, got to get ready for this game. I'm watching pieces of this game. The Thunder actually doing well holding suit because hopefully they don't lose this momentum. Of course, they have their lapses, but they fought their way back. Um, and oh, oh. Shout out to the Twins. We are we got the same record as the Yankees. They're both eight and four. I'm really mad because one of the players that was excelling, Kyle Farmer, got his teeth knocked out. They have to readjust his mouth today. I was watching this at my desk at work and just screamed to put both of my hands on my head. And, and they don't know the timetable, but they have to do dental surgery, adjust his face, everything. So it, it's just bad timing for the situation, especially while Correa is nursing another injury again. And that's the one thing I was worried about is how they dumped the money into him, and he already has a history. So I could I could talk on and on on all the things that I'm going through. This is sport pandemonium. Spring is at a heightened situation. It's getting warm. Pollen's lying around. Now, I don't like it, and my sinuses are acting up. But on that note, tell a friend to tell a friend that it's the chefs again. And if they don't know, now they know. Kaboom, Sports City Chefs is in the room Cooking up hot topics to put up on your spoon They well in tune, bloom like a flower in June Superman vs. MF Doom, the clouds loom So tell a friend it's the Sports City Chefs again Pay attention, tune in, we on the set again Sports City, Sports City, Chef, Chef, Sports City, Sports City, Chef, 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 Chef,